the automated podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Automated. This is the podcast looking at the impact of technology on jobs, and I'm your host, Mark Verbenkoff. So job automation. I think why this issue in particular is so intriguing for so many people is that even if you aren't working in a field dealing with robots or automation on a day-to-day basis, you still come into contact with either the technologies or the news of the technologies and their possible job impacts. So a couple examples here. Uh, A really visual one are the self-checkout machines that many of us find in supermarkets today. Uh, We are either aware of them or we even use them exclusively already. Something else are the news articles of autonomous vehicles and specifically the trials that are starting in many different cities across the world. Something else can be short publicized games where somebody is asked to uh, judge whether an article was written by an AI or whether it was written by a human. And sometimes it's not very clear which is which. And then there are the occasional headlines that come out that show that there is a, a new fully automated hotel or restaurant or warehouse opening up somewhere uh, in the world. So these I see as uh, really small puzzle pieces that create a picture of a looming unknown future in our minds where we really start seeing that human labor might be replaced by robotic machines or digital systems or a combination of the two. But before examining the individual puzzle pieces, I think it's a good idea to start off by looking at the larger picture of job automation itself to give kind of a context for the future conversations that we're going to have here on the podcast. So to do this, I think we really need to begin with two main points of view that come up with job automation. So like many, I have had a considerable number of conversations with people about technology and automation uh, over the years. And the discussion really always tends to steer towards one main question. Will most jobs be eliminated in the future? Or most likely, will my job be eliminated? So I'm sure you've experienced the same if you've talked to people about this topic as well. So the conversation usually boils down to people taking one of two sides. There are those that believe that with the advancement of robots, autonomous vehicles, and artificial general intelligence, to name a few technologies, that human effort will be made mostly or even entirely unnecessary, and that our metallic or digital offspring will perform our work faster, cheaper, and more efficiently than we ever could. Or you can take the side that with all these new technologies, New jobs for humans will constantly be created as new industries and entire domains even are generated that don't even exist today. So as the second point of view will be discussed in the next episode, let's first look at the point of view that human effort will be made unnecessary. Technological unemployment. This is the term used to describe technology replacing human workers in a job and either replacing their physical capabilities or, as we are seeing more and more today, the mental job tasks that humans need to do, making any further human effort essentially not required. There are, of course, a number of intermediate steps that occur before complete automation happen, but this will be the focus of a future episode. So a great example of technological unemployment 
uh, and specifically the trend of this, is the elevator operator, which, funnily enough, my grandfather, as a new immigrant from France back in the 1960s, took as his first job in a Vancouver hotel for a few months. So if you're not familiar with this uh, X job, it consisted of somebody having to stand in the elevator, open and close the door for the elevator travelers, as well as manually gauge the speed and slow the elevator with a large lever so that it could stop parallel to the desired floor. However, once the control system was built, this technology enabled the elevator to automatically adjust the speed as well as stop at the desired floor with the precision that all of us expect today. Because of this, there was really no need for elevator operators anymore, and the job quickly dried up as the profession was automated mostly in the 1970s. So this example clearly showcases manual automation, where repetitive and relatively simple action is able to be done more efficiently by a mechanical system. So this form of automation has really been going full steam since the first industrial revolution. As I'm sure many of you are aware, we have built a prolific amount of machines that have reduced the need for human physical labor in pretty much every single domain of society, many including transportation or agriculture or manufacturing. So though this trend continues even today in, of course, greater degrees of sophistication, we have, for the most part, already shifted the developed world from agriculture to manufacturing and finally to service forms of work in only a few short centuries. So I can uh, give a couple examples here. Even in the 1900s, all Western countries still had around an average of 60% of their labor force within agriculture. That's compared to today's numbers, which is, depending on the country that you look at, uh, can be between 1% and 5%. So two examples here are the USA, which is already under 2%, and uh, Europe, where I'm stationed at right now, has only about 4% of the uh, labor force working in agriculture. You can compare this to today's service sector, which has roughly between 70 and 80%, again, depending on uh, which country or place you go to, of the labor force within uh, that sector. So what do we really learn from this? Is that through the implementation of new technologies, jobs and the individuals performing them have undergone really an absolutely incredible shift. And many would argue that this shift has been for the best. However, when considering future scenarios with job automation, fear typically lies in the fact that modern technologies, uh, such as, again, robots, artificial intelligence, autonomous vehicles, even drones and uh, IoT, will be able to do many of the physical, and here's the key point, as well as the cognitive tasks that most human workers do today. This can effectively cause an impact on the service sector greater than what happened with the agricultural sector over the past 100 years. So, the main problem with this, apart from the speed at which it is happening, of course, is that a new sector might not require or even need the amount of human labor as previous sectors did. Even at the start, because of the now physical and cognitive automation tools 
really effectively replacing uh, traditional work done by humans. We can use this uh, podcast as an example, actually. So for this, I can research topics using the internet, record and edit the podcast episodes themselves using certain software, and even publish to online platforms, all just by using my computer. I don't need individual researchers, uh, production or marketing teams at all. So even more well-known classic examples uh, we can look at, one specifically being Instagram. With only 13 employees, they were able to get roughly 30 million users before they were bought out by Facebook for a billion dollars. Or we even have uh, modern individual YouTube stars that have millions consuming their content and they oftentimes don't have elaborate production teams um, when they start out. So these cases are possible because of the current digital technologies that give each individual more uh, independent working power. So these examples can be compared to other historical cases, one being the Ford Motor Company, which actually employed over 100,000 workers at their flagship factory called the Rouge in 1929 and was able to produce about 4,000 cars every single day. Or other cases such as today's largest news broadcaster, the BBC, which currently has 35,000 employees, if you include the part-time employees as well. So these lopsided examples show uh, a very clear departure from the historical intensive human labor requirements of agriculture, manufacturing, and even the service industries. So in other words, through new digital technologies, smaller and smaller numbers of people are enabled to generate massive impact, whereas it would previously have taken an army of people to generate a similar such impact. So we really have two trends that seem to be merging today to add fuel to the technological unemployment phenomenon. On the one side, we have automation of physical and mental tasks. And on the other, we have fewer people uh, being required to generate very large impact. So given the combination of these ideas, it's really easy to see how some people react to this discussion in similar thought to the Luddites um, and their ways of smashing uh, their weaving machines that threatened to replace them back in the very first industrial revolution. Or at the very least, uh, some have existential fear of what the future holds as a possible reduction uh, for the need for humans to work really comes about. So many people are asking, will doctors, lawyers, teachers, waiters, pilots and uh, even taxi and truck drivers go the way of elevator operators, uh, lamp lighters, log drivers, even switchboard operators and lectors of the past. So this is really the general summary of the first position somebody can take in the discussion of the impact of technology on jobs. However, what has history really shown us? Is this actually what has happened and what is happening? So we can take this up in the next episode when we look at the other side of this discussion and the view that things might not be so different from what has already happened. Thanks for listening. The Automated Podcast.